Offense is one of the root causes of anger, hatred, resentment, rebellion, and division in the community of believers, which eventually leads to the spirit or atmosphere of unforgiveness. We can never understand the weapon or the power of forgiveness if we don't understand, first of all, why offense is the root cause of everything that we go through. Some of the gifts, the talents, the callings have been affected by offense. Seated here are incredible people with a DNA that God has put in you to change the world. But why we are not doing that, it's because somebody came to you and told you, just sit down, you are nothing. And those words offended the gift that God called you. And remember this, the devil what he does is that he's going to use something that he knows about you to do or to offend you so that he can stop you from following through with God. Have you ever had friends, you were partying with them, drinking whatever you were drinking out there, and you said, I've given my life to the Lord, and what was the first thing they, they, they mentioned? The same thing you used to do with them because they wanted to invoke the memory to come into your life so that you can be paralyzed and say, I am not qualified to do this. Offense is what causes people to stumble in their walk with God, even walk away from the presence of God. If you look in the world, especially in the Canadian culture, and I'm saying this because I've been praying to God, asking God, why can we, can we not see the power of God like we see in other nations? God, why is it that we can't see the mighty awakening or the revival that we see in other nations? I was crying for my adopted country of Canada, and the Lord spoke to me. It's not that I can't move. It's not that I haven't moved. It's not that I haven't come into Canada. The problem is that my people are so offended. Hatred and bitterness has consumed their lives. All they are paying attention to is their feelings. They can't even accept the presence of God when I pour unto it. How can you heal a person that yourself you are not healed from? You can't give what you don't have. Revival has visited Canada. And now find out, how did this revival die? You're going to find at the root cause of it all was offense. People got offended with each other. Luke chapter 17 verse 1 to 14. Look at this. I like this scripture. Because as I was uh, asking God, as I begin to travel around the world and everything that we're doing as a young man, I'm not all that old, I even, you know, I'm not all that old, but I, I found out very, very fast that one thing that is going to take you down in ministry, it's not sin. Because you can bounce back with sin. The Bible says that a righteous man can fall seven times and he can still rise. Why? Jesus has already paid that price permanently. What keeps people down, really, it's not sin. It's offense. As I began to ask God, I'm traveling around the world, and the Lord started speaking to me, what will bring you down is what the people will say. Have you ever, have you ever said to yourself, what will the people think 
if I do this? Or what would be the people think if I just respond to go and pray for me? Because you see, the devil knows he is tying you down to the opinion of people. Let me tell you something. When God is speaking to you, or when God has called you to do something for his kingdom, he doesn't send a memo to nobody. If you're still trying to find people to confine in for you to respond to that which God has called you, you will still remain the same without doing everything. And we have a whole bunch of Christians that dream and dream and dream until they go to the grave and dream with the angels. And God says, no, no, I want you to work with the angels here. What happened to your dream? What happened to your purpose? What happened to your passion? Somebody assaulted your passion through words, through negative words. You see, it's not how much you know that counts in this business. It is what you know and who you know. If you know God and you know the enemy, how he's trying to take you away from the assembly of other believers or from proclaiming the gospel of God, then you will stand the test of time. You know what, Joseph? I like the story of Joseph. His brothers come and they're going to sell Joseph. First, Joseph, obviously, we can say, well, however we want to say it, he was premature to say, hey, guys, I'm going to rule over you. And nobody likes that. That offended them. How, why would you kill your own brother? Imagine, your own brother. You're going to kill your own brother just because they say that I'm going to be a boss of you. Think about it. So what took the brothers of Joseph to try and kill him? It was because of the power of offense. They were offended. Who do you think you are? What you are? Who are you? David as well. The story in the Bible talks about this offense stuff. Look at David. He is on the battle. He goes to the battle. The children of Israel have tried to defeat, you know, Goliath. And nobody's doing anything. And Joseph, I mean, uh, jo uh, David goes to the front and he begins to inquire. His brothers got offended and said, what? You arrogant person. You are full of pride. Go down and uh, tend to daddy's shit. But these guys knew better, knew the voice of God and knew the voice of the devil. Any voice that says anything otherwise is not the voice of God. What does Joseph do? They sell him, they go through the process, he is sold, he is punished, they think. And now look at this, who came to serve them afterwards? The same Joseph they had sold. But look at this. The moment they went to, uh, to, 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 to go and look for food and Joseph realized these are my brothers. First Joseph as well had to deal with the past. Before you could do something for anybody, you got to deal with your past because your past may pollute what God wants to do through you. So Joseph now is about to rescue a nation, but he has to go and face, first of, first of all, the pain of what was done to him. And it is recorded, he turned away, he went there, he cried, he sobered. He wasn't crying, he wasn't crying because he was happy to see his brothers. He was crying because of what they did to him. Now he needed to release it. And when he came out, what did he do? He helped them. David as well, 
He ignored the cause. He went and defeated Goliath. The same people that told him to sit, they're the same people that started raising up their hands. God has given us victory. Let me tell you, people of God, your struggles, your pain, and everything, if you overcome, you can serve even those people that have put you in that place. That's why in this life, we don't, we don't have to take things personal. Don't take things personal. Don't take things personal. If you take things personal, you will be crushed. I'm not saying you can't feel the pain. I feel the pain. I'm a human being. But I don't take it personal. I'm not going to go with it, lose my sleep. I know what the enemy is trying to do. It's trying to bring me down through offense. Quickly here, as we wind up, Luke 17 verse 1 to 4, it says, uh, Offenses will certainly come. Did it say offense or offenses? Offenses, meaning many. You win tomorrow, another one will come. It's an everyday work. It's an everyday walk. It's an everyday battle. Sin doesn't you know, uh, show up every time. It capitalizes on opportunity when you put yourself sometimes in a situation. But offense will put itself in a situation to offend you. And here it is. Offenses will certainly come, but woe to the one they come through. It would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck and were thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Now look at the verse that comes. What does it say? Guard your nose. Does it say that? Guard your nose above all else. Is that what it says? Be on your... Be on your guard. Why? If your brother sins, rebuke him. Now it's going because one of the problems we have with each other is when I see you, you are acting really weird. And now I want to put you into a place because I think you are so, so weird. Now here's the Bible. Jesus is telling them, be careful. You got to deal with offense very carefully because sin is an offense not only to God but to each other. If I sin, you will be offended. And the devil, that's why, have you ever asked why bigger preachers, why we preachers are targeted, or why preachers fail? Don't think they are weak. It's not the weakness. It's the devil he knows. If he can bring one giant down, you will be offended with God, and you will be offended with the church. So remember this, when you see people fail, it's not about them. It's about the church, the kingdom of God. That's what the enemy is trying to attack. That's why you pray for your pastors. You pray for your leaders. Don't condemn. Don't judge. Don't throw out your own opinion. Pray for them. Cry out to God. Cry out for them. Uphold them in prayer. Stand up for them. And let them be lifted up. That's what we are ought to do. We're winding up here. You may stand. Here Jesus is outlining how to deal with, a, with an offense. If he sins against you seven times in a day and comes back to you seven times saying, I repent, you must do what? Forgive. Now look at this. Peter, uh, was it Peter who went to Jesus? Master, how many times should I forgive? And he said what? But Peter, before that, what did he say? Am I supposed to, 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 to forgive three times? Why is three times allowable 
time for offense. I was just reading up the law in America. They give you three strikes if you commit a crime. The third one, you are done. Don't we do it with each other or the family? Mothers, your son does something. One, don't do it again. He does again. Two, don't do it again. Three, it's over. Get that spanking out from there. Come, out, come down here. We do it still with friendship. Because you offended me yesterday with the same stuff. Then we're done after three. Look, Jesus understood the weapon of forgiveness. And he understood what offense was. So when he was asking, how many times must I forgive? That's what he's shelling here. Seven times. Seven times he comes to you, just forgive. Why? Jesus said, uh, is it 70 times 70? You see, with us, with our theological background, we want to go and calculate and multiply how many times are those. Jesus was not concerned about math. He was trying to share a principle about the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, which is governed by the power of forgiveness, the kingdom of, in the kingdom of God, forgiveness is unlimited. Why is forgiveness unlimited? It is because it's a weapon that puts the devil in his place. The moment you forgive each other, you forgive other people, the devil has already lost. Because he is offending you so that you can keep a fight. Keep fighting, keep fighting, dividing, conquer, dividing, destroy each other. Why does the devil want to offend you? And why has the devil been offending you? Or why sometimes you come home, your honey didn't bring some flowers, and, 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 and you are offended. I say, honey, I saw my neighbor, my neighbor's husband brought some flowers, but you, you don't do that. The enemy knows where to get on your nerve. You may as well just nice, icely, honey, can you bring me next time some flowers? But listen, people of God. As much as we may have fun with this topic, I want you to know the devil knows where to bring you down. Your struggles and my struggles in this season are coming through the offense that the enemy has offended you and the hatred and the things that you have experienced in life. There is an awakening that God is trying to awaken his people. Cleanse the heart. Your heart is a spiritual engine of who you are. If in your heart it has been infiltrated by bitterness, anger, hatred, and the past of the things that you've experienced in life, let me tell you, it will paralyze everything that God wants to do with you. Inner healing comes by releasing certain things out of our lives. You are here, and you know for sure these things I'm sharing with you has held your life down. You are in captivity with it. The things that were spoken against you and the things that were not spoken to you, what you went through, the abuse, the abuse you went through, they have the ability to paralyze your gift. And God is saying it's a season to break them and it's a season for you to know how the enemy has been bringing you down. You've lost your confidence because of man's word. And God is saying, I'm here to release you from the bondage and the tactics of the enemy through offense.